Welcome to the Sexual Quantum Leap Podcast. My name is Andrew Miok, and today we have an absolutely phenomenal um, episode because it is episode one motherfucking hundred. We did it. I feel sorry for all the people who had to listen to this podcast. A hundred episodes, usually they go for 30 minutes to an hour, so you've had to listen to my sexy voice, or you've had to learn a lot about sexuality and learn how to be the best a woman has ever had inside and outside the bedroom. Today, we have two phenomenal um guests that are going to be really dropping some bombs today, but we've got one guest in particular who's going to be dropping bombs, and me and the most famous dating coach in the world, or infamous <laughs> dating coach in the world, is helping men all around the world to meet their dream partner, or their ideal fuck buddy, or whatever it may be. Introducing Gabriel Gray. He's back and he's going to be helping me ask questions to the most beautiful O of all time. And when I say that, it is Jasmine, the sexy woman, the Jasmine of all Jasmines, who puts on a smile (laughs) and makes everyone happy with her pretty soft pussy. So thank you so much for being back here. Thank you for having me back. And on today's episode, we're going to be... This is what we're going to do. Gabriel actually suggested this idea that we're going to be going... Back and forward with Jasmine and we, like Gabriel and I, because like we've been looking into female psychology, sexology, and all that shit for years, and understanding female dynamics and relationship dynamics. Um, but we go, you know what? Fuck it. We actually want to know what it's like to be in a woman's head because we think we're in a woman's head, but we have no idea at all. <laughs> but before we move any further ahead, I just want to say, if you have liked um, what we've done so far at SQL, that is amazing. Always, you can send us, an, um, send us an email or a message on Facebook or go to sexualquantumleap.com. And as always, you can know, you can go download the free Pussy Massage Guide so you can learn how to give Jasmine multiple <laughs> orgasms with your hand tonight. Or you can just give your partner multiple orgasms with your hand tonight. Really up to you. So with that being said, Jasmine and Gabriel, thank you very much for being here. Awesome stuff. So congratulations, Andrew, number 100. It's really, really cool stuff. Um, and I've listened to a lot of his podcasts. I've been learning a lot, so much value, um, being really, really cool. And yeah, I proposed this idea to Andrew because I think like lots of guys are getting in your head. They're learning so much about sexuality and everything from you, which is awesome stuff. But now let's get into a woman's mind, okay? And especially Jasmine, who knows a lot about sexuality. She's very comfortable in her sexuality. It's going to be awesome to get into her mind and see what it's like from the woman's perspective. So I'm very excited to be here and very excited to be here with Andrew and Jasmine. Awesome. Well, let's get cracking straight into it. So today's episode is just going to be really just shooting off the cuff. And ja- um, Sorry, I was going to say James. I don't know why, but... Gabriel and I are going to be just asking Jasmine questions that are like maybe that's on our mind or that you might be thinking because we did get a lot of questions and requests about like questions that you might have. So we're going to ask Jasmine and she's just going to be speaking from her beautiful heart. So thank you again for being here. Thank you for having me on here. She's so fucking professional. She's not usually (laughs) like this. She usually yells and screams at me and she usually goes, oh, oh. So Jasmine, first question when it comes to sexuality. Actually, do you have anything to mind? All right, there. Gabriel has one. Okay, awesome. So I've got a few questions that I think uh, I've heard lots of times from my students um, and they would love to know from the female perspective. So firstly, I want to know your thoughts on what what are you thinking if a guy, firstly, if he can't get hard or if he comes too soon? What's going on in your head? What are you feeling? What are you thinking at those times? Are you frustrated? Are you angry? What do you say to him? What's going on in your head if that happens, he can't get hard or in another situation, let's say he comes too quickly. Okay. Um, 
As far as not being able to get hard, I think sometimes you can take it personally. You can think, oh, I'm not good enough or I'm not pretty enough or, you know, stuff like that. But I think after learning more about sexuality and learning about men and, and how it all works, I now understand that it's more about, you know, the connection that you have with somebody. And so when... I understand that you have a bit more of a connection, you feel relaxed, you feel comfortable, there's no pressure on the expectation or the outcome of what it can be. You can actually really relax into each other and, you know, I think as well when you're able to talk about it, I think it's the worst when, you know, you're kind of being a bit awkward about the situation. Um, it's happened to me previously before and when we we're actually able to talk about it and say, I don't know, you know, what's going on and this is how I'm sort of feeling right now, it, we're able to come to a point where you can, you know, talk about what's going to help somebody relax more or what's going to help, help you to connect more with your partner so that you can relax and you can, um, you know, work through it together rather than you know, not understanding with each other what's going on. Yeah, I think that's super cool. And what's amazing for all the listeners listening, and it's also everything that Andrew talks about a lot, is Jasmine didn't say anything there about, oh, I'm thinking that the guy's a failure, that what's wrong with him, he's a loser. She didn't even say anything like that, but that's what's going on in 99.9% .9 of guys' heads, which is what's wrong with me. Mm -hmm. I suck. And she didn't even mention that at all. So it's pretty interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely not about, you know, them failing in any kind of way. I think it's more so um, just understanding that there's a disconnect or something that's not, not working within the dynamic of being in the bedroom together and how can you work on that to be able to make each other feel more comfortable and, and feel, you know, be able to communicate about that better. Do you want to go super honest about us? <laughs> sure. Sure. What happened when we first made love? Well, um, when we first made love, uh, we talked about sexuality so much. Too much. <laughs> Too fucking much. We'd been through a sexuality course together and I think we'd built up a lot of expectations. So when it came to us, actually, we weren't sure whether to be together or not. We'd been trying to kind of hold off and just get to know each other first. But when Andrew and I first came into the bedroom, um, Andrew was not able to get it up. And so uh, then we kind of talked about what was going on and, and tried to understand why. And, you know, Andrew had expressed to me that it's not something that normally happens to him. But because we'd built up so much pressure and so much expectation of what our sexual experience was supposed to look like, um, Andrew wasn't able to relax because of what was in his mind so we spoke about that and then we said okay let's just leave it for tonight and let's wake up tomorrow morning and let's do it like try again and see how it feels and once we just relaxed and we said hey let's not have any expectations let's just connect and have a really nice like beautiful you know affection and kissing and hugging and and then we were able to relax into each other and you were able to <laughs> to because I'm a sex god yeah like not, no imperfections and all that shit but the thing is it's like it's like we talked about it again so much and thank you for uh, opening that up and even for me just being so vulnerable about that everyone thinks like I'm a sex god I've got it up all the time I walk around with a boner and I just fuck like a champ I go it's not entirely true it's like it's half true what are, we gonna, what are you gonna say Gabe 
Yeah, I think, I mean, that's even amazing for me to hear because even the the perception that I have of Andrew is he, like, 24-7, like, the complete sex god, like, there's no way he's ever not getting it hard. Like, he, uh, he is the uh, best he ever had with any girl he ever sleeps with. So, it's pretty uh, interesting stuff. I mean, it's also... Um, it's just pretty crazy to show like everyone listening that even though Andrew is a sex god, he still has, uh, there's still sometimes I'm when, still a human man. Yes, he's still a I'm human still being. A human. Um, and I guess even though it's logical, it's obvious, it's like, okay, he's just a human being like anyone else. It's cool to actually hear these things. It actually makes it, even for me personally, it makes it more relatable to be able to relate to Andrew's um, everything that that's all his content and everything he's teaching because it's like oh he understands people way more you're probably thinking right now listening he understands me more it's not like he's never ever had an issue he never ever he just walks around with a boner 24 <laughs> 7 um, so it's actually really um, interesting stuff so yeah, thanks. Yeah, it was good to see. Yeah, it was good to see like Gabriel's um, Gabriel's face when I said that. He's like, "Fuck no way!" Like it was good to like say that because I rather make it realistic. Because the thing is, there's so much pressure for us as men, and we'll get back to the questions um, for Jasmine because there's so much pressure as men. Always have to get it up, have to keep it up, have to like not come too quick. And it's like, no, like the first time, and I'm glad you brought that up and was like super upfront. It's like. I just was like not psychologically there. We built it up so much and I'm just like fucking stifling my head. I'm like, I don't really want to be doing this right now. And so many men have sex. They go, I feel like I have to do this. I should be doing this. I have to last. I have to get up at this certain time. And then it's like, why aren't you going up when you feel that shame and discomfort? And that's what I felt that night. And then she just looks at me like, it's all right. It's all good. And that was a beautiful thing for her to do. And we connected deeply the next day. Now, pretty much when she calls me on the phone, I get a boner and she could be on the other side of the fucking world. It's because of the emotional connection that I have to my penis and her allowing me to like not rush and push me to do things so that's the thing don't think like that's why even like for guys with um erectile dysfunction or premature ejaculation they think oh you know what it's going to go away for good it's like sometimes it'll pop up and usually it's going to come up with the psychological stuff as well yeah and i think also like whenever you're in a partnership with someone uh, you know you know connecting with someone in the bedroom the person is always thinking that it's them so the woman's always thinking that it's her and the man's always thinking mm. that it's him and so when you're both in your minds about it and you're not discussing it or talking about it, that's where the disconnect comes. And that's where it's like, oh, I'm feeling this. It must be me. And he's feeling, oh, I'm feeling this. It must be me. And so it's really beautiful to say, hey, this is what's going on for me. Hey, this is what's going on for me. And then you're able to turn it into something else. You know, you can always change it into something else in every moment and say, well, that's actually not about sex right now. It's just about us connecting. Yeah, that's why I say a lot, a lot to guys and we'll like get off this tangent in a second, but it's actually a beautiful thing to be on. It's like your erections most of the time are connected to your heart and your emotional expression and same with your fucking like um, premature ejaculation, shit like this because of like, okay, I feel so tense here and if you're tense in the heart, it's going to like tense in the mind, you're thinking so much shit, then how can you really be relaxed? And I'm thinking so many thoughts, but, oh my God, I have to do this, I have to be the fucking sex god, I have to be the best she ever had, I have to make sure she has this experience, I'm like, fuck, 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 fuck and she's already a sexually liberated woman, she's like, that's right, what are you going to do to me, big boy? It was fucking funny, after we fucked like maybe about 10 times after, uh, maybe 8 or 10 times we had sex and she just laid there on the bench, she's like, what are you going to do? She's like, are you going to be the best I ever had? I'm like, fuck, here's the pressure. I'm like, fuck it, yes I am. Yes, I'm 
since I stepped up to the challenge, I got it up. But it was more about the initial stages because I know some men go through the stages at the start going, I can get it up when I'm connecting with the woman, but don't think if you can't get it up, that means you're fucked for life or you come too quickly. It's more about the emotional connection, which Gabriel is phenomenal at. And then also I teach um, extensively at um, SQL. So then when you can have that really deep connection with your partner, then they go, fuck, they feel seen and heard. And then also you don't feel judged and all that stuff. Yeah, and I like what you said there, Jasmine, in terms of the guy and the girl are both thinking, like, what am I doing wrong? Or there's something that I'm doing badly, or there's something that there's an issue or whatever. Um, and everyone's just thinking that they screwing up or they fucking up. But it's important for everyone to understand, like, no, it's this is something, it's the two of you together. It's not just you against her or her and you. It's the yeah. two of you together. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I guess I would like to... Um, ask you maybe a few more questions that I think people would be interested in maybe so has there been any time where let's say you really like a guy you're really um, attracted to a guy you get you get into the bedroom and is there anything that let's say for example um, the guy can do in the bedroom that really turns you off like you like him and everything you have a connection with him is there anything that's just a no-go in the bedroom that's a guy's done before or you just don't like? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, that time I put my finger in your <laughs> ear. <laughs> oh, um, to turn me off. I think to turn me off, I think, is rushing. It's like trying to get something done really quickly. It's trying to get a result. Yeah, it's yeah. like, oh, you know, it's just an act of let's have sex and mm. get it over and done with or, you know, not taking the time and not taking, you know, if someone sort of jumps in bed with me and it's all about rushing in and getting, you know, your penis into the vagina, it's just, it doesn't turn me on at all. I get really kind of turned off. I always sort of say that to Andrew. I'm like, slow down, you know, because he gets excited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, believe me, like sometimes she's like, You've got to like, actually, I'm going to do a podcast on this as well. It's like the three things you have to do, the three simple steps. It's like, it's so simple, like doing back tickles. If you don't know what that is, like touching the back really mm -hmm. gently, caressing her face. And women love kissing because of like all the sensitivity and nerves around there. Where sometimes yeah. I'm like, oh, I just want to put it in and go. And it's like, you have to warm me up and touch it <laughs> well, and play. I'm like, no, I don't want to. Sometimes take, I don't. Women like, you take know? four times longer to get more aroused than women than men. So for men, it's really easy for them to get in bed and get turned on quite quickly. Whereas for women, to really wake up their sexual energy uh, is to wake up their senses. So touch, you know, f like feeling and feeling like, you know, you're actually – connect like as you said like tickles and like massaging it really wakes up the senses in your body so you know I think men keep that in mind it's like you know it takes a little longer for a woman to get to get completely sexually turned on yeah it's uh it's interesting I think because the average guy for him sex is just when your penis goes inside her yes and they don't understand that for women it's the overall experience. Mm -hmm. It's being in the bedroom. It's connecting. It's tickling. It's kissing. It's massaging. Yeah. And it's, there's just this disconnect to what guys, most guys understand what actual sex actually is. It's everything. It's the whole experience. Yeah. And I think also to add to that, the aftercare is, is something that's important to me. You know, someone kind of rolls over and goes to sleep. It's kind of like, oh, you know, it's, it's kind of, 
that that's it, you know. Whereas if we lie afterwards and we cuddle and, and we kind of, you know, we talk about the experience or, you know, if you roll over and you're on your phone, it's just kind of like, oh, it's done, you know. So I think the aftercare is something that I also say to keep in mind is, is you know, still holding the space, holding that kind of space afterwards as well. Okay, interesting. And is there anything, um, almost the, the inverse of this question, is there anything specifically that you really like in the bedroom? Even something small, even maybe uh, kissing, massaging, is there anything that if a guy does, yeah. it's a huge, huge turn on? Okay, well, again, um, something that Andrew and I did recently, which I absolutely loved so much, was um, Andrew came over to my place and he told me to get blindfolded and lie in bed naked and he was going to come over and, you know, give me a sexual experience. So I really loved the whole fantasy of, you know, me being blindfolded in bed. Um, we had flowers. We had, um, you know, little things to, like, tickle the skin. Uh, then he started massaging me. And it was like, a, you know, we really went through a whole beautiful experience of, like, massaging tickling flowers um you know using different things to kind of arouse different parts of my body and so that was something that I really loved so much that whole experience was like you know it was kind of like kinky and dreamy and um yeah that was something that I really liked awesome yeah it's pretty cool um just to get inside the woman's head and I'm sure for everyone listening they've they've heard some of my thoughts they've heard Andrew's thoughts over the hundred episodes but this has been Really, really cool to get inside Jasmine's head. A hundred percent. And that night was absolutely phenomenal. <laughs> I remember it's like it's like that taking that leadership and like taking that control. It's like sometimes if a woman has been there all day, she's been busting her ass at work, she's a um uh, like um Jasmine is like like on the go, constantly doing things, constantly thinking, constantly having to do things. She's in her mind. And a beautiful thing to say is like, is there anywhere you have to be? Is there anything you have to do? Is there anything like <laughs> stop thinking? It's basically yeah. Uh, Oh, she'd be like, oh, maybe change the song. Maybe change the playlist. Oh, what about like the other night? Oh, can you actually turn um, um, turn off the playlist? Turn off the song? Like, um, we've got to like check the thing. Maybe got to message my sister. Maybe like whatever it is, you know? Clear all that stuff out of the mind. Like, is there anything else? And then you see the shoulders drop on the woman. She goes, there's nowhere else I have to be. <laughs> and sometimes they put on like this like baby voice. It's like cute voice because what it allows them to do is drop into like the inner girl, which is inside of them, which allows that like such innocence to shine through. When that innocence shines through, then they can go, I can finally have an experience where I don't have to think. And when she doesn't have to think, she can drop into a body and then she can go like, holy moly, that's beautiful. That's why when I said that, it's like that taking that control and that leadership where she's like, it's, she knows it's consensual. She knows what I'm going to do. She, we already established safe words if I go too far. But at the same time, she's like, Thank God I trust this man. He's taking control and leading me through an experience that I get to enjoy and I don't have to think and I get to get in my body. And even just like, it was so simple. The thing is, simplicity is key. And that's after all these years of looking into sexuality, simple shit is key. And please correct me if I'm wrong. It's like, all I did, I got my necklace and ran a necklace over your body. You probably didn't even realize and got some flowers and got flowers and um, ran them over your body. So then she was like, think about what is the association to flowers to a woman? Oh my God, it's so fucking romantic. <laughs> it's so amazing. Amazing! He's running flowers over my body. He makes me feel like a goddess, like a queen. You do that shit. You run like simple. Get some flowers, bro. 
Tell her to go blindfold and run them over her body. She will never forget that experience. I guarantee you. 99% of men have never done that in their life. Do that for fucking 20 minutes a half now. You watch her lose her shit. And all of a sudden, you can start rubbing some coconut all on her body. Something like that. And then she's going to go, oh my God, that was the best experience I've ever had. And it's like something so simple like that. So mm-hmm. that's a key takeaway for today, guys. <laughs> and just going on uh, what you just said, Andrew, was um, the reminder to forget about everything else you know I'm often a person that you know I'm thinking about what I've got to do you know the next day or finishing up work or my phone or music or whatever it is and you know Andrew often reminds me of like hey it's like time for us like let's put all of those other things aside and let's just you know when Andrew was like you know, block out two hours out of your out of your day. You know, this is in your this is in your calendar. Oh yeah, that's what I said. I'm like, block out. It's like that's it. Block out two hours. I don't care. It's like, do you have anything to do in that time? No. This is how I said it. Two hours. Don't do it. Don't be anywhere. Do you have to do anything? Do you have to call anyone? Do you have to text anyone? No. Cool. I want you to put it in your calendar. Six to eight o'clock. It's naughty time. And that's it. And I, I don't want to hear anything else. It's like, okay, thank you so. And you just you hear the softness in the voice. Like, for those two hours, I don't have to think. And I get looked after. That's yeah. that's true, like, <laughs> dominance, leadership. And I said, you know, dominance is love and it ties into the leadership. Yeah. So, yeah, that was a good one. Okay, awesome. Um, yeah, look, uh, I think also what I'm seeing, what other guys can uh, learn from this is how everything with Jasmine is, it's all about, and with, with any woman, it's all about the experience. No woman's going to want the guy to come in just to try to get an outcome. Let me quickly just put my penis inside just so I've had sex with her. I yeah. mean, it's... It's, it's yeah, it's definitely bad, the, the whole experience for, for a woman. So some key takeaways here for everyone listening is slow down, give her focus on giving her a good time instead of just thinking about getting off yourself. And um, yeah, be slower and give her a better experience. Yeah, on that note, it's like sometimes guys like the simple stuff like, oh, slow down. I've heard this a million times. Like, But do you actually do it? Because your sexual urges in your body is like sometimes the hardest thing to actually get a like a grasp on control. Like I'm even like still sometimes like, let's just go. Don't even worry about any foreplay. It's like, kumbaya, bro. Sometimes it's cool just to pin her, <laughs> pin her against the wall and do your thing. And then that's it. And that's beautiful for both the experiences. But sometimes it's like, she is the flower that needs time to blossom. And then you are not a flower sometimes and you're just like a rock who just wants to go in there and just seek and destroy. But sometimes you've got to understand and put yourself in her mind. So that's why we're getting understand of um, Jasmine's mind. And, and another thing is also like a big one is just talking with the woman. So you can actually see that because lots of guys are thinking, oh, I'm scared that she's going to judge me. I'm scared she's going to be um, she's going to be angry if I don't give her the best experience. Just talking with her so you can see, because lots of guys are thinking, oh, Jasmine's just a, a unicorn. She's the exception that she's not going to judge me and all of that stuff. Most women are going to be amazing. They're going to be uh, give you like they're not going to judge. They're going to also want a good experience with you. They want to make sure that you're okay as well. So it's not just Jasmine. It's, it's all women are also looking out for you. They also want to have an amazing experience. They don't want you to be uncomfortable. They don't want you to be nervous. So um, have a conversation with the girl that you're going to have a sexual experience with. I want, I want to know this. <laughs> Thanks, Gabe, for that. I want to know this. What is the best way? Because any any man has a, every man has a sword and can just like use it whenever he wants, but it doesn't mean he's good at using his sword. But how can a man use his sword effectively but create a deep connection with you in the bedroom? Okay. Um, use it effectively. 
to have a connection. So it's more like, how can you really like, like, yeah, every man can do the do, but like, how can you really form that deep connection with you where you go, you know what, this, I actually feel the sex. Because you know how we've, we've all had sex, we just go, you know, I don't really feel it. But mm-hmm. it's like, it's like that me, that feeling behind it, we're like, whoa, I feel like this is, this is deep. This mm. is different to other mm-hmm. men. Uh, I think, you know, for me, it's like, you know, even simple things like breathing together, taking time like to breathe, be slow, be sensual, be gentle, be caring, be kind, be considerate, you know, if you... And I think also like, you know, when you're warming a body up, it's like you know, you can feel that somebody's really caring about you. You can feel that someone's really like taking their time to to understand your body and when you know that someone's taking care and understanding you can feel the love you can feel the heart connection so for me I mean you know all of that really matters and then even just like when you're entering a woman being slow you know not just like jamming it in and just putting it in really quickly it's like that first moment when a penis enters the vagina it's like you know, you're taking it slowly and then you're like, how does that feel? How does that, you know, does that feel okay for you? And then, you know, and then when you're in different positions, it's like checking in, hey, does that feel good? Or can we move this certain way to feel better? And then also once it's in, holding it in there and really like pushing it right into that to that G spot right at the end. And that, when that point between the tip of your penis goes to that top part of your you know as long as it doesn't hurt and and that that fit is right you know that deep that deep spot and then breathing there together like really circulating that energy and you and I we do this breath thing where we're actually like breathing out my when I breathe out you breathe in and then when you breathe in I breathe out and like circulating the breath hitting that point that deep point and then um yeah, and then really like exploring different area, uh, different ways of how you know it can move inside of you. Well, Gabriel and I just um, <laughs> let one rip in our pants, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, um, yeah, but, um, fuck, I just came anyway. <laughs> I'm I'm ready to go again, but that was absolutely, mate. I'm I'm taken aback, and that's beautiful. And we do in that beautiful connection, the breath back and forward, holding that and. What is it like as well? Because I just wanted to tap on before. I just remembered like when guys just quickly put it in and they come and then that's it and they roll over because oh, and they go roll over, jump on their phone quickly because you're like, you just had a quick dopamine release mm-hmm. because most guys quickly have the quickly come, dopamine yeah. release, jump on the phone, another dopamine release, like flicking on a useless Facebook and then they go have a cigarette. It's like instead of doing that after that for the first like 10, 15 minutes, sit with her, have that sex survey and check in with her yeah. and ask her how that, what, that experience was as well. Yeah, absolutely. And also if you don't come every time it also makes you be able to build up like I notice like a difference when somebody comes every time they have sex the energy goes really quickly but if you can build it up and I'm not saying don't ever come I'm just sort of saying like you don't have to come every time you know and it it can also make your sessions last longer so if you you know have you know, you ha- like, let's just say you do foreplay, you have sex for a while and then you stop for a little bit, you don't ejaculate and then you can come back around again. So you can actually prolong your sexual, ex- you know, your sexual experience and, 
And then when a man doesn't come, the affection is actually a lot stronger afterwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and also when you don't come, you can it feels like your cock is on a natural Viagra, and sometimes it's like oh, it's a lot bigger. It's like it feels like you. She feel the woman sometimes feels like it's a different man. It's like oh my god, this is so intense because the your presence, your, your presence that you have, your intensity, even just holding it there, and then you can even tense your cock muscles, and she can feel it. And she can tense her pussy muscles mm-hmm. around your cock, yeah. and it's like kind of a rhythmic dance with your pussy and your cock just by tensing back and forward. Yeah. <laughs> Look, she's already. Get, I can see she gets turned on. She's getting flushed in the cheeks right now. She's like, mm, I'm, I'm in the ripe, opportune time of my month where I'm like, horny season. <laughs> what about you, Mr. Gray? Is there any more questions you have, my man? Um, no, I think uh, it's it's actually been awesome because lots of girls they have no idea how to break this down or communicate it. Where with Jasmine, she can actually she can actually give. Uh, awesome value awesome information I've learned a lot from just listening to Jasmine now and a lot of girls don't know how to communicate the experiences that they're having or how to break it down so yeah it's been it's been really cool um, yeah and I'm sure everyone listening has learned a ton All, I know what the guys want to know Jasmine what is your craziest sexual experience <laughs> Oh come on! <laughs> they want to know. There's, 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 there's men listening, like really seriously listening to this podcast, like going for a walk and at, like on the way to the daily commute. But there's some men with their dick in their hand waiting to listen to this. You know, let's be honest. My craziest sexual experience. Oh gosh. Um, look, I think something that I've enjoyed. You really put me on the spot. Thanks, Andrew. I'm gonna say what I love, have loved exploring in the past. Uh, which is I really enjoyed having threesomes because it really brings in a different flavour. And, you know, if you've got a connection with somebody and bringing somebody else into the relationship can actually be quite fun. Uh, It brings in a different kind of energy. You can have definitely have sexual experiences like that and, you know, create a different energy within your relationship as well. Um, and it can be playful, it can be fun, it can be exciting. Um, so that's been something that I've really enjoyed uh, in the past. Awesome. Well, Gabriel, what are you doing tonight? <laughs> <laughs> I'm free. I just checked my calendar. I'm free. He's free all week, <laughs> surprisingly. But that's the thing. Also, for guys, because some of the guys actually talking about that, it was like kind of like tongue-in-cheek, like the desperation. And Gabriel's definitely not that for like 10 years of looking into this stuff. But what is it like when men come across as like that desperation and that like really like that neediness, like, I need to have sex with you? Like, mm-hmm. obviously it turns you off, but like what can you like give um, some guys advice to who like really kind of like, I just need to do this and I'll do anything to please you kind of um, mentality? Yeah, I, I mean... When somebody's needy, whether it's a woman or a man, it's not attractive. You know, when you meet somebody and you feel like there's a deeper issue, then nobody's going to be attracted to that. You want somebody that can hold themselves, that is certain about the things that they want, what their needs are and how to get them met. And if if you kind of know about sexuality or even if you don't know, but you just know about yourself, I think that confidence is sexy. So I think when it comes to anyone in life, you can feel that. If someone's needy or you feel like they're wanting something for the wrong reason, it's very, you know, you're not going to get turned on by that person. So I think it's all about being being sure about who you are, being sure about what you want 
what your experience that you want to have and and being able to be confident in communicating that and not kind of you know doing actions that are you know saying one thing and then you know actually really wanting something else you know so yeah i think uh, and again this applies to guys and girls like um when I'm uh, with a girl, the more needy she is, the more I lose attraction. It's yeah. so pretty much simple. And like with guys as well, guys are desperate to put the girl on the pedestal, to make her like a princess, to buy her everything, to give her whatever she needs. And the girl will just lose attraction. So, yeah, it's very important to be aware of that if that is you. If you are a needy guy listening to this, you need to cut out some of that neediness. And... Yeah, I can see uh, Andrew wants to. No, that's what I was gonna say. It's awesome, and just from like a dating perspective, like it's just it's the same thing, man. That you just touched on that, but how how can a guy actually like like how, what is like sexually attractive for you? Like in a man, we're like, wow, that is like I am turned on by that. <laughs> I know it's subjective to you, but like, what really gets your loins like going? Mm, I want some of that. Um. <laughs> I think, <laughs> don't look at me like that. <laughs> um, for me, does he have long hair and look like Jesus? <laughs> uh, for or does me, he have short hair with glasses? <laughs> <laughs> Looks like a computer nerd. I think for me, it's somebody that, uh, you know, is confident in who they are um, and can really hold themselves in in all kinds of situations. Like I really like being able to have somebody by my side that can have good conversations, that can hold themselves well. But then on the other side of that, it doesn't all have to be like, this is who I am and you know, blah, blah, blah. It doesn't have to be like macho. It's, it's very much, I'm also very attracted to somebody that can show their vulnerability as well. So I think there's a balance between like being able to treat a woman right, being able to hold themselves and have confidence in who they are and be and know who they are and and then also be able to have a soft side. I'm really attracted to people that have a, a soft side as well. It doesn't have to be all hard and, you know. Yeah, I think uh, this is important whether it's in the bedroom or out of the bedroom, uh, whether it's the dating process or anything. Basically, lots of guys think, oh, I always need to be alpha. I always need to... Uh, be cocky, I always need to uh, show her that I'm the man. And it's like, that's on the end of the extreme. That's very unattractive. But also the other end of the extreme is, I always need to be vulnerable. I always need to be the most sensitive guy on the planet. That's also unattractive. So what you want, as Jasmine said, is you want the balance. You want to be alpha when it's needed. You also want to show her that you're this um, sweet, caring guy. You actually care about her. It's not like you don't care. Uh, but at the same time, you've got strong boundaries. You don't accept when she breaches your boundaries. You're going to communicate that with her. And I think that balance is what lots of guys are definitely missing. And I think one other thing that I noticed coming up um, that I really like in, in men is when you can talk about something or if, if problems come up, and they're not holding on to something, you know, when, when someone kind of, when you have a, a falling out or you have a discussion and something doesn't feel right and then holding on to something or holding on to, to issues, it's like, hey, let's talk about this, let's get this out, let's put it on the table and let's, let's get over it, you know, instead of holding on to things and, and drawing things out, it can be very unattractive. Yeah, I like the terminology of like, you're the nice guy with boundaries. We've discussed that in multiple episodes. Mm. It's like this mo most beautiful, loving, caring, gentle soul. But it's like, 
don't overstep my boundaries, but I'm going to say it in a, in a way that's like, hey, this is where I'm at. This is what's going on for me. This is what I like. This is what I don't like. But then also vice versa. It's like you're like letting the woman know about what you like, what you don't like. And then she's also telling you what, you, what she likes and what she needs as well from you. And, and also bring it back to the bedroom. You're constantly course correcting consistently about what she likes and what she doesn't like in the bedroom. And can you give the little guys a little bit of an understanding about that? It's a constant like... Um, it's not like you do sex once with the guy and that's it. You're constant. Can you talk a bit about the exploration and having the mindset of just like, you know what, trying new things and it's okay to stuff up? Because a lot of guys think they have to do it a certain way. I can't talk during the bedroom. And then like, it's so funny, like we've seen on the retreats, man, the events when you came to one, it was, it was awesome when in Poland, some of the guys are asking like, I have to just like, they're like a fun kind of guy. And then they get to the bedroom, they're like, <laughs> they just like hold this blank face and they just put on the robo face and just like they don't do anything. So do you want yeah. to talk more about the expression and stuff like that? And Yeah. I mean, for for me, um, I think I always really love being playful. You know, I think in life in general, we can take everything really seriously. And when, when it comes to the bedroom, often we can be nervous or anxious or a bit fearful. And the best way that I've found for connection is to be playful, to be exploring different ways. And, you know, there's no right or wrong. And I think, you know, talking about it and feeling into things and thinking, oh, that doesn't feel right. How about we try this? And just being really open about everything, you know, it doesn't, nothing has to be a certain way. Nothing has to be serious. Nothing has to be, you know, it can, it can all like sexuality can be taken as such a serious thing. And it's like, Hey, actually we're here to connect and have fun and be playful and to have a beautiful experience. And I think when you're actually able to be explorative, be able to be understanding that maybe we're not going to get it right the first time, or let's try this differently this time, or why don't we do this differently and make suggestions of how you can keep it playful, keep it fun keep it like alive in, in you and um, yeah, and really be able to uh, explore and not be worried about, you know, oh, if it doesn't go right, then they're not going to like me. It's like, hey, this didn't work like this, but let's try it like this, you know. So I think that's uh, a good way to do that. Yeah, I think a lot of guys put so much pressure on themselves, almost like it's a the finals of a competition. In a, <laughs> like this is it, this has to be the moment. And you saw, as Jasmine said, it's not, there isn't just one moment like this is it, this is the finals, I have to perform or <laughs> it's done, the competition is over. And the way you need to look at it is basically there's no, there's no finals, there's no, it's always just, there's, there's unlimited experiences that you can have and it's not like this is the moment, this is my moment, I have to make it happen, it's either I win or I lose, hopefully, um, it's just it's an amazing experience, if not, I've screwed up and it's, it's like take the pressure off. Like if you were in the finals of a competition, yes, there's going to be pressure on because you can't make mistakes. But it, in sexual experiences, like it's okay. This isn't the finals of a major tournament. <laughs> I would love to ask you guys a question. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> we, 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 shouldn't have, we shouldn't have signed up for this, This mate. is a Q&A, right? <laughs> no, it's, not, it's all about you. Everyone just wants to know how soft you are in every area. They already know from the last episode. If you haven't listened to that episode, go find out how soft Jasmine is in every area. I would love to know, uh, what is your ideal, uh, what is your ideal um, sexuality experience, Andrew? Like, what, what do you see as, like, if you were going to plan out a, a beautiful experience, what would it be for you? That's a great question. So, in that, 
a lot of people always ask me, like, what is your ideal situation, man? It has to be, like, five chicks all tied together and, like... The, the sex you know, god's going to reveal his <laughs> ideal situation. This is, everyone must be, like, on their feet now. So, if your dick's in your hand behind your computer, just stop for a second. Jasmine will be talking in a second. Can you just give us a little orgasm noise, Jasmine? <laughs> there we go, guys. You became already. That's awesome. So my ideal sexual situation would be this. It's like everyone's like, "What is that one thing? It has to be this big thing, gangbangs, or just like I've done that and that was amazing, that was fun, it was an experience." But what I love is delving deep with maybe one or two women in my life and really just exploring and having a great sexual connection with someone I care about and diving deeper with that person and like you know like having beautiful lovers and connections it's like sometimes I'm feeling more rough and want to pin you against the wall sometimes I just want to slow down and go gentle but it's like more it's like can I be true it's kind of like a bit of a um off topic to your question but it's on topic it's like can I be the truest to my own sexual expression about what I want to do in that moment and what I actually want to perform? And I keep consistently more myself. And this is what I teach as well, like expressing my desires even more to the T. And if I don't want to have sex, why not? Hey, I don't want to do this. Maybe we just do a 69er. That's um, someone's favorite position. <laughs> it's me and Gabriel's favorite position, actually. But anyway, but maybe it's just that. And I like, constantly keep checking in with that. And when I do that, that's why I feel like my whole body lights up. I go, this is fucking amazing. So it's, Moment to moment, I'm being true to myself in the situations. Mm. But don't get me wrong, when you're making two chicks squirt at the same time, it's a pretty good day in the office. <laughs> yeah, I think it's interesting because, like, even listening to this, we were all thinking, like, what's Andrew's cra- like craziest, best sexual experience? It's probably like he's got like chains and chains coming out of his asshole, and <laughs> just like everyone's probably the sex god probably does crazy shit. He throws tables around. Um, <laughs> But it's interesting, even like for me, when Jasmine asked that question, all I was thinking about was the what's made sex really good um, lately, obviously I've learned so much from Andrew, is just something very simple, as he said, just something so simple as just slowing things down. And slowing things down, um, like massaging the girl, I actually really enjoy that. And that makes things a lot better. I know lots of guys might be listening to this and thinking like, oh, that's so gay. <laughs> um, but it's, it's, it it's, it is interesting. Yeah, it's so gay massaging a chick you like, you know, the, the woman you had over here so the other day. She... sex with the girl that you like. Yeah. <laughs> it's so weird. It's like how we think the soft things are like, we think it's weird, huh? Mm. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. And um, yeah, I think that was an uh, interesting question from Jasmine. I think everyone should be thinking about their own best sexual experience and what makes a sexual experience really good. Yeah, on that note, I just want to say for that simply, it's like, are you living true to what you actually want to do? If you love really sucking on a chick's toes, own it. Like Jasmine loves when I suck her toes. Do it. But the thing is, if you really love doing that, own it. It's like owning your sexual expression is going to get you very far in life. But then making sure that the other person is okay with that. Of course, consent. Just want to make a caveat to that. Everything we do on the sexual, on the sexual quantum leap podcast, I'm busy looking is 100% at Jasmine's consent. toes. She does have very suckable toes. <laughs> yeah. Jasmine has a story, and she's like, "Never again with the with the toes." So that's it. But the thing is, if you like doing that, you got to talk to your partner. If that really turns you on, and the more that I've lived into my turn ons and to my expression and allowing her to live into her turn-ons and that woman's expression, that has when it has been the most amazing experience. And that's where you guys have been sending in emails and messages saying, oh my God, the woman actually said, I'm the best she's ever had, best orgasm, best experience. It's because it's like you've been listening to hours and hours of my fucking voice and you've been actually implementing. So the men and 
women listening to this who send their partners to our retreats and events thank you so fucking much for the support and all the love for all the episodes that you've actually listened to because it is overwhelming to see like the amount of like messages that my team and i get and it's like it really warms my heart and that's why i keep doing these episodes and the support from like jasmine and then gabriel with what he does and we do a lot of um, work together it's like he teaches you how to get the most amazing your amazing partner to the bedroom then i'll take over from there and show you show you what to do so i just want to say thank you very much as well for the support from you guys and all the amazing listeners as well from all the 100 episodes yeah awesome i mean congratulations again andrew 100 episodes it's uh, really cool stuff so much value and uh, I'm always uh, happy to be here. Always happy to giving be giving value. It's been a really cool episode. And uh, yeah, thanks. Yeah, and I also want to just say, like, I'm really proud of you of how many people you help and how touched you are when you get messages and how passionate about about what you do and how many men you're helping in your life. And it's really, really inspiring because I know sometimes you'll get a message and you'll nearly be in tears about how much you're helping people and how and how much you're changing people's lives. So it's really amazing to see. And um, I know that Andrew always really appreciates all the messages he gets. Yeah, you should see when <laughs> sometimes I'm in bed after I've, I've made love to Jasmine or we're just like in bed just chilling and then I'll get a message come through and I'll see it's like from a guy like, hey dude, I just had the most amazing experience. I had all these chicks tell me I'm amazing in bed or I had my wife tell me I was just like, it was such, we had such a beautiful night and we applied things. That's what gets my dick hard properly. I'm banging bells. I, like back in the day, it's like I used to like bang the bell. Like we made a sale, we get to change someone's life. I don't even bang the bell now. We make I bang the bell now when I get a message like that. I'm like, holy shit! I actually really get to make such an impact on these people's lives, and they're like having beautiful people around me consistently who are like, you know what? I'm all for the SQL message and the movement because the thing is, we're here to like, yeah, leave women better and wetter. That's the idea consistently, and so men can be the best of women's at inside and outside the bedroom. And like, this is why we're here. We're here to elevate the sexual well-being of humanity. So if you know anyone that this can help, make sure you send this on to them because. We want to make sure that you can really feel comfortable in the bedroom and this is a sexual education platform where you can actually start to connect with yourself in a way you've never done it, connect with the woman and then you can have mind-blowing sexual experiences with women you care about. So I want to say thank you so much, Jasmine and Gabriel for being here. But before we wrap up, is there anything else that you would like to add and tell the listeners at home who still have their dick in their hands? (laughs) Um, and they want to suck your toes. <laughs> oh, We've got everything covered. I think it's um, just be true to yourself. Really get clear with uh, what you want to experience, about what you want to attract into your life, and just know that you can have whatever you want as long as uh, you really, you really figure it out. Really figure out what really makes you happy, what ma- really makes you feel alive, and what it is you really experience. Because I think at the end of the day, we can all have what we want. It's just about how we're true to ourselves about it. And, and yeah, and it's all possible. Everything is possible. Yeah, and before we go into Gabriel's last thoughts, I also want to give a shout out to all the amazing clients who have worked out with SQL. Like, holy fuck, you guys like, are inspirational and you really like... If it wasn't for you, we wouldn't be in the um, place we are today. And thank you for all your love, support, and thank you for all just like the, like, the trust that you put in um, SQL and all the people in the team here. We all love you and I thank you and I can't wait to work with so many more people. And if you know anyone who could benefit from this, from this stuff, make sure you send us an email. I'm not going to stop until I touch every single man in the world. And yes, I'm going to touch them exactly like that. So make sure you send them this way and get them on the Sexual Quantum Leap um, website. And if you want to know how to be a beast at dating, make sure you hit up Gabriel 
um, wherever he is and you just get in contact with me and I'll put him, you in contact with him. But is there any final words you got for today, my man? Um, no, I think this was an extremely valuable podcast. I think uh, guys need to just re-listen to this, send this to all of your mates, uh, go on Andrew's retreats, check out all his stuff. And uh, yeah, thanks Jasmine for joining on board. Awesome. Well, thank you, everyone. It has been an absolute pleasure. And as I said, if this has resonated with you and really connected with this episode, make sure you reach out to us at sexualquantumleap.com or send me a message on Facebook or any other social platform. I would love to hear what you thought about today's episode. From the bottom of my heart, you are not fucked up and you are not broken. And I love you and I'm here to help you and I'm here to serve. And let's leave women better and wetter. With that note, have a good night.